Progret Racing presents Show Us Your Tips, a Saturday preview. Looking forward to uh, Rose Hill and Caulfield uh, on the back of a big Wednesday beaver. Shooting the lights out there. Um, big day. Oh. How good were we, mate? It was unbelievable. Um, yeah, flying. got off to a flying start and, um, yeah, just kept rolling in winners later in the day as well. So it was, um, yeah, a really good result for the boys. Yeah, I think we had a, a I think we had what, set, uh, we only missed in two races and they ran second and third, I think. So, uh, yes. So hopefully someone got on board with yes. us and, and enjoyed it. And hopefully we can back it up as um, the Milo tins are rattling in the background at breakfast time at Beavers. We are at uh, yeah, Rose they're doing, Hill. Doing the coffee and teas, mate. Uh, uh, doing, uh, we're at Rose Hill tomorrow. So let's kick off there where it is currently soft. Um, a little bit of rain overnight, I believe, but it's a, a nice enough day now. The sun's poke its head out. I think soft tomorrow. Uh, rail out eight could play very much on pace, but we'll keep an eye on it because I've found quite a bit of, um, quite a bit of horses going to be settling off the pace. So let's see how that all pans out. Uh, we kick off with the two-year-olds over the 1,200 metres. Uh, a couple of nice resumers here too. How are you playing this one, Beaver? Yeah, it's an interesting little affair. We've got uh, military expert and king of Sparta meeting again um, for a really slugging finish last time. Um, that's going to be interesting. I think um, the, price the race probably sets up fairly similar, I think, from last time because mm. military expert's probably going to go forward from 10. I'm not sure it can get across the field and whether it can get in front of Silent Impact. Um, what do you think? Um, I Well, the Racing New South Wales have silent, uh, Military Expert one out, one back, I believe, which um, and Sir Crackle Silent Impact leading, which um, for better or worse, I've just decided to start following their maps because they tend to all get information these days, uh, which leaves um, yeah, which leaves it a little bit three wide, maybe 1-1 one, one, Military Expert. But I agree, Gate 10 is not ideal given that setup. Um I thought the I thought the obvious well I thought King of Sparta won um, on its own merits last time. Had to chase yeah. it down. Uh, it's five dollars fifty here. Uh, was well backed that race as well. Offered a nice trial, and I think it's an easy bet to have again at five fifty. I was kind of leaning the same way with the setup, and I uh, was keen to get your thoughts because at five fifty and uh, having beaten military expert at three fifty, I thought. Um, that was a pretty good bet. Um, might get the sit off there. Might even be able to hold military expert um, three wide. Um, see how that plays out. And I thought Silent Impact um, was very nice at Goulburn, was taken there um, for a kill and now brought to town. So I had uh, King of Sparta, Sparta in front of Silent Impact. Yeah, so did I. Um, Sir Crackle had the had uh, the Spruik trials as well. That'll roll forward and lead. I believe the, what I've heard is it's going to be a better three-year-old, um, but dry track will suit. The one outside, the one the market's a little bit missed, I think, uh, is Picaroni's. It came through the uh, borderline A-grade Melbourne form, which was uh, started $4.40 against Artorias and chased uh, Arcaded. All that form stacked up since. And I thought uh, two nice trials and it's 12 bucks as well. I thought would be the same for me from, um, from as we've said, King of Sparta. Good, good. Uh, the second is the highway. Uh, given there's now 10 races on the card, I am even less inclined to try and wade through highway form. Did you have a look at it? No, same as you, mate. Uh, happy to skip over that. Race three is the 1,500-metre benchmark 72. Well, we have the two, the two lead-up races... Uh, Neither a necessary flash. Uh, Canadian Spice came out and won 
on Wednesday from the Go Tropo race, and then the the other lead up was uh, the um, the two on the same day. I've just forgotten which uh, the Go Tropo race, and the other one was the Zoracat race. Um, which way have you lent here? Have you looked towards Yee coming to town? I've gone for Black Bolt here. I really like the its first up run. Um, I know it was at Hawkesbury, but it never got a, really got a crack at it until right near the end. Um, I think it had been even scratched and kept for that. I expect some improvement there. Um, certainly, certainly enough to like about its first up run to suggest it can run well in this. Look, I think it'll it'll settle just off the pace here. It's drawn well in gate five. Um, so yes, so I think it's it's going to be hardest to beat. Uh, Alvin the Bold is drawn off the track, so that certainly doesn't uh, suit. And um, the the favourite Yee Yee had a really nice win at, at Newcastle, uh, first up in the heavy, um, but now it comes to town. So you've got to respect that when Waller does that. Um, but I'd want to see it first. Um, so I've got Black Bolt, and I think Gate Tropper is not without a chance. It's going really well at the moment. Um, uh, one in a close finish last start, uh, drawn the inside. Don't know how that suits it, but yeah, for me, Black Bolt um, to continue to improve. Yeah, I was, I was sort of again, I know you run well, but uh, we've seen its metro form doesn't necessarily stack up, and it, I'm guessing it has improved quite a bit since um, that first campaign. But uh, I end up talking myself uh, into, I know it's in two races tomorrow, but I end up talking myself into Bazooka being a good bet here in whichever whichever race it turns up in it's i think 11 bucks in both of them um i think it's a better chance if it goes to the midway uh it's going well it uh, got too far back and was uh just ground home last time mm. up in distance suits the last two times it's been up to the distance uh was two lengths off uh Mwanga in the uh, in a group race and then three lengths off hungry heart in a group race so i was looking uh, i thought 11 bucks in a, a race I think if these go around five times, you can have four different winners. Uh, I was happy to play Bazooka yep. around the double figures. Uh, I, I couldn't really split the two other than that, to be honest. Yep. Race, uh, the race four is the 1100 meter July sprint. We see a, a number of resumers. Uh, All time legend, I believe, is leading the market, Beaver. Swimmer flew last time in, uh, fresh, uh, two really nice wins. I think it's on top. Uh, not sure about the price, but it's, I, th- I think it's the, the bet here uh, from Trumbull, who I know we both sort of have an opinion of and has trialed well again. It, it missed the start again in the trial. Had the one race um, four months ago put back out, so I'm guessing it must have been a setback. Um, scared of it, but I think all-time legend's on top for me. How about you? Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I just don't think the price is really that bad. Yeah. Um, $2.3240 at the moment. Um, when you when you weave through the form here, you've only really got four horses um, that are under the $10 mark. And chat, you know, I'm not an overly big fan of it. doesn't win very often. Uh, most of the others are, are well over double figures odds and would have to produce something um, out of the ordinary, resuming to, to be in this. Trumbull, as you said, you got the question mark over. Um, if it doesn't get away, then it's not going to be able to give all-time legend a start and beat it. And Assyrian is the is the second favourite that um, uh, mixes its form a bit. Um, it did go well. Um, it did run well at Flemington last start and comes back to Sydney here. Um, but outside of outside of it, who's sometimes a little bit hard to catch, 
Um, All-time legend just looks to have the perfect setup here. Gate mm. five, um, 53 kilos. Uh, it's trial didn't, you know, wasn't um, pushed that hard in the trial. Um, and its first up record is outstanding. I just think the price is uh, a, a good one. No, yeah, fair enough. I, I, to me, the decision is what do you make of a Syrian's first up run? Because if it's taken up that chunk of the market, then it's definitely easy to to back the other one. If if you think a Syrian's going better than, I don't know if it was disappointing or not, that astrologer's race. Um, so that's the little trick. But if, if you're against a Syrian, then obviously it's an easy bet because I don't think there's any else in the race. Uh, what, that's what is, my uh, point. What that comes back to, yeah. So, yeah, we'll see how that plays out. Uh, benchmark 78 over the 2400. Uh, the drying track probably favours a couple of these in the market. Um, how have you lent? Yeah, this is a really tricky affair. You know, they don't excite me, these staying races. Um, it's really hard to get a get a line on the form. Um, Arpo Marx is, is short in the market, carrying 60 and a half, but they're all its main danger, which is no compromises, got 61. Look, um, you probably got to look towards the favourite. It probably sets up well for it here. Um, one third up, um, it can only strip fitter from that. Um, and probably, yeah, it gave the others a chance to beat it last start. And, um, yeah, it was still too good for him. So I think it's going to be hard to beat. No compromises, continues to roll around um, in these types of races and is consistent. Uh, it's not without a chance. Uh, it was odds on last start and let us down. So, yeah, probably a good pointer that you can get $5 this time. Probably a better chance of winning. Who knows? Um, but, yeah, Mahapo marks for me. I think it's probably just got the slight edge on these. Yeah, the, the concern, again, is is more price late. I think first time to mm. 2400 this prep, uh, which is always the, the nervous one to take. Want to take they'll probably be close to even money by the time they jump the way the market's heading. Uh, leaves you a bit nervous, but then you've got no compromise. Brock Ryan at least has had the 2400-meter run, um, which leaves, again, um, the horse that beat no compromise home, Spence, is 19 bucks, uh, and has had the 2400-meter run. And if you just forget trip to Grafton which you know sometimes weird things can happen on trips away um I thought might be the other bet in the race at, at you know 1920s um I, I think the top two are obvious are quite obvious but I just thought if you're looking for a bet away from them in a, in a race that I'd be a bit nervous in um Spencer might be the one around 20s but just yeah because I think there's question marks on both those first two and, and you mentioned the weight on a sticky track for both as well uh, would you rather? Would you rather back? Uh, would you rather no compromise sixty one with Tommy Berry or Brock Ryan taking two kilos? I think I prefer Tommy Berry. Yeah, and so it's another particularly the draw as well. Yeah. Um, being the wide gate, um, you know, he's the, the 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 two kilos won't matter if you get, if it gets cut caught wide, um, it's all over, right? So yeah, needs to get in and find it find a posse and it needs to find a decent posse um, yeah. as well. That's what I was, uh, that was a concern I had as well. Um, anyway, we're going to see it play out. I might, by the time race comes around, I might change my mind and just pile into Harpo, but I'm, I'm very nervous right now on paper. Weird, thing happen, weird things happen to me on race day, Beaver. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, race six is the 1200 metre Phillies and Mares benchmark 78. Uh, talk about weird things. I, I am not sure which way to go with this race. I end up coming back to the two Waller horses 
Um, I'm taking on Turnstile, but uh, Starlay had the decent Saturday run last start. And uh, Salik, if you forget the Canterbury one where it was Canterbury and just couldn't rail in the leader, um, before that beat Van Giz and that form stacked up. So I'm looking towards those two, uh, Barry and Bowman, booked for them. Uh, I think they're the two to beat here and both reasonable, still reasonable price. Um, how have you lined up the girls? Yeah, look, uh, to be honest, a really ordinary race. Um, I found it hard to really... I wanted to look a, a, away from um, all the sort of main main ones in the market, but I really couldn't I really couldn't find a lot in this race. I kind of just leant towards Matty Rocks fresh. Um, I thought his trial was okay, um, finishing second, and gets into this okay, drawn okay. I'm hoping just uh, first up and fresh uh, can be too good for a horse. You know, Starla just worries me; it doesn't win very often hasn't won in, I don't know how many starts. Yeah. Um, the obvious is Salik, who's probably shown the best form um, this time in. So yeah, I'm just looking towards Matty Brooks and Salik at the moment. Uh, and yeah, fresh up John O'Shea. So, and he's going pretty well uh, at the moment now, back in his stride. The quality kicks off with race seven, the winter challenge over 1500 meters. We saw these all come through, most of them come through the same lead up. Um, a fortnight ago, the winter stakes. Uh, where does it leave you? Yeah, um, yeah, it's a bit tricky. This is a, a, a sort of, I think, another one of those races that, um, as you alluded to before, you could run this four or five times and get four or five different winners. So, um, a lot will depend on which horse turns up on the day. I've gone for Cisco Bay. Um, Third up, you know, its first up win was outstanding. Um, blew away Bondo, and Bondo came out and uh, proved a strong last start and found form again, but got the right set up and they sat it off the pace and um, seems to be a horse when they back it. you got to be on when they don't. Yeah. Forget it because the, I think it's had four starts this prep and they backed it twice and it's won and the other two it started favourite. Had, had the rail on the average day as well, yeah, I, I think. Yeah, but... Um, so I'll be I'll be looking for any news for Cisco Bay in the market. And then last start wasn't wasn't a bad run. I finished third in a race won by Oscar Zulu, who who has been flying up until last run. So for me, that um, you know gate six uh, gets it into the running line here. Um, it'll be able to take a you know a position um, midfield or so, and then when the time comes, uh, produce its run down the middle of the track, which I expect them to be coming at this time in the day. Um, and order again uh, is a consistent horse who tends, if, when it does pop up, it pops up in races like these affairs. So it, it again is going to get good running, uh, good, good run. Uh, Bowman's aboard. He's uh, looks to be back um, after Wednesday. So I'm sort of looking at Cisco Bay and uh, saving on order again. I ended up. I'm happy to have a spec on Zigfield here. Uh, the trials were good. Uh, I believe it's a nice style of a horse and. Uh, it sat outside lead against Bandersnatch, who we know is flying uh, in pretty horrid conditions. The races were called off after that race, uh, which they all came through, but it led them up. I think second up here, Josh Parr on a leader will uh, almost get control because I can't see any other pace in this race. And I think around the um, $7 marks are decent each way bet as well. And, and I think I like what you found of Cisco Bay. So, um, yeah, four from the bottom weight for me. Yeah, it just worries me some of those runs like as uh, Zigbeard where they've slogged it out, um, how they particularly second up 
how they turn up second up that yeah, uh, can yeah. take a little bit out of them. Yeah, it's almost um, – and, and traditionally Cummings has almost taken him back to the trials and, and got that out of him uh, when he's really wanted to set up. So that, that's a good point. Uh, race eight is the benchmark 72, 1500 midway. Um, Ashim is a horse you found last time, and I think this sets up a bit better for him. Is that the way you've led here? Yeah, I think you're right. Um, it certainly is the way I have led here. Um, this does set up nicely. I thought I thought it's right. Last start was really good, uh, and this this sets up better. Um, it should get the right run here, and uh, this could be its chance to break through. Yeah, I'm keen to back the bracket of that. And like I said, I mentioned earlier, Bazooka chased it home last time. But if um, if it's here and it's $12, I'd be having a bet on that too. Uh, but a, a race, I, I don't mind these midways. They're a bit bit easier to line up than your highways. It's still a lot of metro form you can, can put in a, an almost easier order. Race number nine uh, is the uh, benchmark 78 over the 1,200 metres. Uh, and I'm going... I think it's we're a week away from winning fresh blood, uh, but I am going to give Tycoonus one more crack here around the price. I think it, it's, I like the fact that it's been able to sit close enough to the speed. Uh, and I don't think there's a lot of chases here. There's a lot of midweek form. I, I still think Rustic Steel's a talented horse, but it, um, and it had a pretty good run last time. But that gate, that time of the day, I think it's going to end up back. So uh, I'm giving last play for me of the prep with Tycoonus. And then, uh, like I said, from August, I think I'm looking for the, the spring horses from now on. Um, what about you, Beef? Yeah, I'm I'm going to um, go for the, the Kiwi horse here in the Wallace stable, uh, Tony B. Uh, resuming over 1,200, which we know it's probably going to want a fair bit further than that. But uh, nice and fresh. I think he could run a really nice race uh, first up here. Uh, McDonald aboard. Uh, had good good form back in New Zealand. This isn't a isn't a tricky race. Uh, should be a little bit of pace on here for it, and um, it'll get a chance to produce um, just off the back of the speed here. Um, but yeah, it's a horse that I'm I'm keen to have a look at. Uh, trials have been good. Won its first up trial nicely. Um, wasn't extended in the second one um, in preparation for this to keep it nice and fresh. Uh, I'm hoping it can sprint. Well, fresh and get the right uh, tempo in the race to finish over the top of them here. Um, the, the two main dangers, Tycoonus and Rustic Steel, are drawn off the track, um, which means, again, they're going to need to have a little bit of luck in running. Uh, interesting what they do with Tycoonus. Um, its first couple of runs, this preparation, it went back to the back yeah. in the field and finished off very nicely and couldn't quite win. And then the last... Uh, Last start at Led um, in a slowly run race, which allowed it to kick on and fight pretty hard. So I'm not quite sure what they're going to do from the gate 13, um, which makes it hard to, to to know if it comes forward and doesn't get across. It's probably going to find it hard um, with 59. And if it goes back, it's uh, going to be given a couple of the starts. So, I'm, yeah, it just worries me a little bit. Yeah, um, they've got it mapping forward, but I wouldn't be surprised. At least the Wallace stable do give their change of tactics uh, throughout the day. So I suppose we'll keep an ear out to see if, uh, if they do have it going back by the end of it. If they do, I don't want to be on it, I don't think. Um, but yeah, uh, interesting that Tony B, exactly where it's set up. The trials have been okay. Um, and gate, yeah, I actually think it will be closer than where it, it's been mapped from gate two. They tend to yeah, me be too. quite positive. So we'll, uh, we'll find out, I suppose. Uh, we finished the day with the 1300 meter benchmark 88. Uh, 
frosty first up, the soft control. Is that how you've led, or did you like the resumption of Madam Legend? Actually, mate, I, I've stuck with um, Ventura Ocean. I tipped it last week when uh, it was in the race. I think it was called off. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, you know, um, I've stuck with it, uh, cool. hoping that uh, that hasn't been any detriment to it. It's um, one, two starts last preparation. Uh, comes back here. This is a really good race, I think, with all the resumers and then a couple of horses coming off nice wins. I think, you know, Frosty Rocks, Big Boy Roy, Ventura Ocean, Madam Legend, and Vitesse uh, was a nice win last start as well. So um, I think all of those horses are, are good chances. Frosty's going to lead, but I'm thinking Vitesse probably goes forward and maybe yes. maybe challenges it a bit. Yep. Um, so that should make sure that there's a genuine pace on here for... Um, the likes of Ventura Ocean and even Big Boy Roy. I think Big Boy Roy, um, you know, it's a good horse that shows plenty of potential. Hasn't won first up, um, but certainly uh, trialling well enough and will appreciate the 1300 first up. It's, we know it gets out to a mile and can handle that. So by this time of the day, if it's a little bit of a slog, you want those horses that can... Um, run a good strong 14, 1600 and Frosty Rocks probably struggles when it gets up to that. Yeah. Um, Could be the sit and shot. Yep. Uh, I agree. I don't like that price at all. Um, yeah, interesting that um, Wall has found uh, J-Mac and a lot of these resumers, Big Boy Roy and, and Tony B in the last one, um, whether that's he's pulled rank or whether there's some intent there. I'm not sure. Um, I, I like the resume, the resumption of Madam Legend. Um I think it gets a similar setup here. It will be a fair way back, but um, should find a spot. I know it's gate 16, but a tough race, a, a wide end to the day. I could have something on um, Dream Circle, forgive last start, trial since, in its 20s. Uh, and I'll probably have something small because I always do an Outback Diva in its 50s. But um, if I had to have, have Mad Legend on top, but uh, I like that you found Ventura Ocean twice. And it's, it's only, very, I didn't realize how lightly raced in Australia it was. It's only had the, the one prep here, so I think it has natural improvement. Uh, your best and value for progress racing.com.au in Sydney. Yeah, my value is race seven, number nine, Cisco Bay. Uh, I think think it's uh, a nice bet. And best of the day, race eight, number one, Ashim. Nice. Uh, I really struggled to really stamp a bester. I'm going to make my best. I think Bazooka is going to run well uh, when she races in, and it's about 11 bucks. So uh, keen to back Bazooka in wherever it ends up. And my value will be in the last uh, Madam Legend and can run well again. Uh, Saturday, Quaddy, do you want to drive Sydney or, or will I take the wheel? You can take the wheel, mate. Uh, so we kick off with the winner challenge. Let's go numbers uh, two, Mechanic Monte Cristo, three order again, four, Zigfield. Five, Kerwin's Lane. Nine, Cisco Bay. Second leg at one, Ashim. 17, if it gets to run, Bazooka. And uh, which one in the middle here? Eight, Buff and Bluff and Bluster. Second, anything else from that leg, Beaver? From Midway. Uh, race nine, four, Tycoonist. Nine, Tony B. And eight, Rustic Steel. And we'll come home wide with uh, three Frosty Rocks, six Ventura Ocean, eight Dream Circle, nine Big Boy Roy, 10 Vitesse, 12 Madam Legend. Uh, let's head 
for progroupracing.com. You've got to give them a plug. Uh, heading up to our one-year anniversary of Progroup Racing this week, Beaver, uh, since we started on the on the website. And um, they're doing a great job. Check them out for their free tips and extensive guides. And uh, for, those like to, for those that like to jump on and give us a serve when we don't go well, if you want to take us on in a tipping comp, uh, PCT Tipping uh, is starting their spring carnival first trial this week. And then there's a 12 week tipping competition. If you go on Facebook and look for PCTC tipping comps, very well run competition uh, where you tip in Sydney and Melbourne, every race uh, right through to the Melbourne cup week. Uh, there's cash prizes and free comps available. Check them out. Uh, a lot of fun. I've been involved for nearly uh, eight years now and a bit of fun, every a bit of fun and banter every Saturday. Uh, so hopefully after a year, we don't get fired by PRG for uh, giving someone else a plug, but they do a good job. Uh, let's head down to Caulfield, though, where it is uh, currently overcast as well, soft seven. A uh, bit of drying around. I'm thinking it stays around soft, but a bit of murk and wind. So we'll monitor that throughout the day. The rail is in the four-meter mark. Uh, could well be on pace again. So let's keep an eye on that. We kick off with the Vobus Stayers race. Just before you move on, mate, I have noticed that um, Asarian is just being scratched in okay. Sydney. Um so Excellent. all right well that makes that much easier to price now is it in the red or is it yeah dollar 85 okay don't know if i feel any more comfortable about that to be honest but i think that gets out i think you'll get uh in the black tomorrow and be able to back it solve that problem for us beaver excellent uh no are you going to solve the problem with the stayers in the first at Caulfield? <laughs> Yeah, look, I, I am. I'm going to go for Maserati Bay. Um, I think this is a perfectly set up race for it. Uh, certainly gets its chance this prep now to get a win on the board. This is a really weak affair. It's been racing in much better company than this. Um, it was uh, it was caught wide last start and didn't quite finish it off, um, and then had some good form up in Sydney behind Steely and Harpo Marks. Um, yep. So I think it's um, it's certainly set up here um, and goes back to uh, Victoria to, to get a, uh, a much easier fare and to get that breakthrough win. And I think this just uh, looks to set up really nicely for it. It's drawn on the inside, so it won't be caught wide. Um, should get the sit and be hardest to beat. Um, cool. Yeah. Gate one. Yeah. Like you said, suits. Um, I don't know. I just felt, I, I seem to just find every horse that comes back to Sydney and, and want to, it's here for me. So, uh, I end up, I know it's been up since like, I only had two kids when it started the prep, uh, and I've got three now, but Muhammad is, is the best horse in the race. I know it's had a couple of flatter runs, uh, and it's been to Queensland. It's been all over Australia, but it's uh 20, 20 odd rating points clear of the next horse. And this is a midweek race without it in it. And, uh, around six dollars. I know it's got the weight, but I, I still think it's the best horse, and I still think it's backable in, in this race. I think they're the only two I'd be interested in. Um, but uh, that was the one that stood out to me here. Um, but like I said, I've got the same convictions as the market. I'm guessing, given the price. Uh, similar story, race two, where we have the fourteen hundred meter handicap, uh, where again I think Great Again's the best horse, but I don't think it's going that well. I don't particularly want to back it. Um, who do I want to back? I think King Magnus. You got down in weight. It, it um, was very impressive last time. Uh, you're then claiming, Alana Kelly's going quite well. You're claiming from the minimum down three kilos again. So it comes in with 51. And in a, a race where not a lot of these are actually going any good, 
uh, it's coming off a win. So I was happy to back King Magnus. Um, the inevitable's resumption, I thought, was just just there. I wasn't blown away by it, and I'm not really blown away by Talia Hope on a Saturday. So, um, yeah, King Magnus for me. How are you? How are you playing this one? Yeah, I've gone for Dark Dream. Um, I know its form is duck e- is a lot of duck eggs, but this is a horse that has been racing in Hong Kong. Um, comes back now to to Melbourne um, or back to Australia and into Melbourne in the Hayes Stable. Um, I just think uh, we've seen it happen just recently where a lot of horses have uh, come back from Hong Kong and um, performed really well. Uh, Dice Roll is a perfect example of that. And then there was Reynolds um, yeah. in South Australia uh, I am Power, that have done the same thing. I Am Power is another one. Um, so given that this is a pretty weak affair, um, I'm looking at Dark Dream to come back to Australia and to Melbourne at $7 and um, produce some a, a really nice run and uh, hard to beat. Yeah, cool. Yeah, the race is there to be won, so um, why not? 1,400-metre gold ingot uh, for the two-year-olds is race number three. Uh, tricky affair, Beaver. If you, are you going to have a bet here? Yeah, really tricky affair here. Hard to get some of these running at... Um, the, the, the country stole tracks uh, and get a really good line on um, how they're going. Sunfall was really good uh, first up. It was drawn wide and won really well. I think it's going to be hard to beat. And I liked the win of Pammy Joy. Um, it was a really nice run. Uh, it was only just beaten on debut and then uh, came out at Atuka and um, won really well. So I think it's, uh, with Oliver aboard, it's certainly a nice chance at around the $8 mark. Uh, yeah, I like Sunfall's resumption. Uh, all really long searching run, but uh, had a little bit in hand there. Craig knew it's flying at the moment. And um, yeah, last prep started in the market against Notorious and pulled up lame. So, uh, the uh, and $3 against, uh, started in the market against Picaronis and Animo as well. So they've had, um, obviously that's decent enough form, there's opinion of it. So I think it's come back well enough where uh, I'm happy to, to tip it here as well. Race number four, we get to talk about one of our favourites, benchmark 90 for the girls, 1,100 metres. Um, are you with uh, the poster girl of uh, show us your tips, La Mexicana, on resumption? Of course. Yeah. Uh, how can I not be? Actually, I'm, I'm quite surprised the market has them um, so far apart, to be honest. Um, exactly the same. La Mexicana. La Mexicana has, has the win over Miss Albania. Um, and I can't see any reason why it can't beat it here around the 350 mark compared to 250. Um, I know Miss Albania gets the draw on two, Mexicana seven, but it'll go forward and either um, take up the lead, sit outside the lead or can sit off the pace. So uh, very versatile. Um, it's only really had one blemish in its career and that's when it comes to a pretty hot race in Sydney and wasn't wasn't liked in the market so certainly uh willing to forgive that um yeah so i think it's certainly very hard to beat i know probably just the pulling the weights um is probably the only reason that uh, la mexicana is not favorite but i'm still going to back its class over the other one and see how we go Agree. Uh, the only the only possible reason I can think of La Mexicana not being favourite is the weight, as you've said. Uh, it, it started favourite and beat Miss Albania, 
uh, last time, yeah, first up last prep. Uh, I don't miss Albania's trial since. Um, but when you really go into Miss Albania's form, a lot of that hasn't held up. It's Alida, uh, it's midweek form. Whereas, yeah, the only misses in La Mexicana's record are, are group races. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm a bit stunned at the price. I think it may get backed, and I think, well, I definitely will be backing it tomorrow. Uh, race number five, benchmark 78 over the 1,400 metres, where um, it's a wide open affair, but I end up, I defaulted back to um, the unbeaten Tasmanian horse and beyond. It's uh, the only time it's come to Melbourne. It won against the bias against Curran, who we know that's form stacked up. That's Ayrton form. Um, so you can draw lines through some good form there. Um, it's unbeaten. It's two runs in Tasmania. It settled back and just did what it had to do. And this is a race, again, up for grabs by a lot of horses that um, haven't done a lot recently. Uh, so around the $4.85 uh, mark, um, I'm saying it's a better horse than Scantoon and a lot of the others in the market, and I'm happy to back it. What about you, Beef? Same, same, same. I can't see any reason why you wouldn't. It can continue on a twinning run, gets a two-kilo claim. Um, it's drawn in a nice position to get a good uh, – track into the race and uh, certainly expect it to be finishing off and hard to beat. Race number six starts a quaddy for the three-year-olds over the 2,400 metres uh, where I, I tossed and turned between the two in the market. Uh, I think the market's right. I end up coming back to token spirit just because it has had the um, 2,400 run, which it was dominant at. Uh, similar setup here and um, will be very hard to get past. Uh, Murrumbidgee River was given none. Last start and was very impressive. Uh, now third up out to 24, a little bit of a concern. They keep setting it task, but um, they obviously have an opinion of it. So scared of it, but just leading one from three here. Uh, is that the order you've gone or you flipped them? No, I flipped them. Um, Marambiji was outstanding first up, uh, scratched, I think, uh, from a race. And then uh, last start was absolutely given no chance and flew home and still looked like a chance at one stage. It was a massive run. Um, stepping up here, I think it just looks to suit it even more. And I just think, uh, yeah, in a race that's only a few chances, uh, Murrumbidgee River for me, as long as it's not given too big a task at, at the at Caulfield. But uh, I expect to be, get on its bike a little bit earlier here and um, be hard to beat. Jamie Carr doesn't tend to make the same mistake uh, twice. So, no, uh, exactly. Yeah, it definitely has me nervous. Three-year-old boys over 1,200 metres is uh, – sorry, three-year-old – yeah, boys over 1,200 metres. Some of these horses have been around forever, so I'll feel like they have. So uh, uh, threw me for a sec there. Um, how are you lining up the boys? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go for the big easy purely on the basis that horses go up from Sydney go to that go to Melbourne, uh, run well and are, are super hard to beat. It's, uh, it's formed this prep has been – Good enough, and its last win was very good. Um, again, Jamie Carr aboard and gate three uh, means that this sets up really nice for it. Uh, it does have some good um, opposition, uh, a couple of good horses that uh, have only had a, four, uh, a few starts, which means that um, the, the horse is on the way up. Um, the garden's drawn gate 14. I think that uh, sets it a big task, um, second as here. And... Uh, Stripped back. Um, was a nice little run uh, first up after it won really well in its maiden, but that was at Ararat. This is a bit. This is a bit of a step up in class. Um, 
there's a couple of horses lower down in the market that I think also um, have a big chance. So I, I kind of went for Big Easy. I thought Imperial Hilton gets to gets another give it another chance here. Um, got a little bit bogged down on the slower um, part of the track last start and was stuck on the inside there. So that really didn't suit. It won't get caught there this time. Uh, so I sort of had it in front of it. Duke of New Orleans at double figure odds. I didn't think um, it was the worst in this. Uh, yeah, I'm with you, Big Easy. If you like your form, Frank, uh, it beat Fast Coney, who has since bowled it in as yep. well. Uh, and you've named the one sort of, I guess, that'll be in our quality numbers, Imperial Hilton, The Garden, uh, even stripped back, I think, still a horse of talent. They're all um, a chance, uh, but happy to play the Big Easy on top here. The Bletchingly 1,200-metre Group 3 is the second last on the program, which uh, always means that, as I've said, springs around the corner. Uh, I, which I assume Assyrian is going to be here because um, obviously it's yep, come out in Sydney. That's right. Uh, but I'm still sticking with the astrologist. I think there's a few forms, a few horses here that are a little bit out of form. I think it'll roll along close enough to the pace. Uh, Dom Thornton knows it well. It's a little fighter, and, and you can still get on each way. So that's the way I will play. Um, from Streets of Avalon, who are probably rolling along on pace and, and has the um, the Group 1 form right through its form. Uh, the rest, yeah, Red Cam Man was okay last time. I, 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 I don't know necessarily about that. So about that lead up. And then a few of the other, I guess, more talented horses, like your Viridine and Order of Commands, haven't done a lot for a long time. So, um, yeah, number nine, the Astrologist on top from one and five. What about yourself? Yeah, I've gone for Red Cam Man. I um, I thought it's, uh, it was outstanding last start. It ran down a good horse in Malkovich that's flying um, in in Melbourne. It had to sit on it, but um, still to, to chase it down and go past it, um, I think I think means that it probably sets up fairly similar here from gate three. It sits outside the leader, um, if not just behind the lead, I expect Caulfield um, probably to be suited in these shorter races for horses up on the speed. And we know that's where it's going to sit. So I'm expecting it to get the sit shot and be hardest to beat. Nice. Uh, Three-year-old fillies, this uh, this big gala event wraps up the day over the 1,200 metres. Uh, do you want to have first crack at this race? Uh, too hard. Very hard race for me. Look, I've... I've gone for Zoo Dancer, um, just resuming here. It's got the three three kilo claim, um, Alana Kelly. I am super concerned about the the wide gate and gate 16, hoping there's a few scratchings that might see it come in, um, three or four barriers um, to a bit better position. But um, a lot of these horses look like they might get back here, uh, which really makes it hard for me to get a really good line on um, how this how this race will will play out so i've gone for zoo dancer bubbly lass is flying at the moment um it certainly looks like it'll uh run well again and um gets it gets a probably a reasonably good setup here again we'll be finishing hard and uh first and second in all it starts and i i found one down in the weight uh down in the market here at around 20s is winning weather um it's uh, going well, this preparation, uh, McDonald and as, uh, Lou McDonald brings it to Melbourne after a couple of nice runs at Morfittville. Um, and that's a good pointer and it's got Ollie aboard. So it could be a knockout chance at 20s. 
Yeah, I, I like that find there, actually, winning weather. Um, good. Yeah, it's a nice pickup. Um, my first thought is Zesty Bell's too short, and I, I, I had no interest in that price. I came back to Zoo Dancer, too. Um, it was flying last prep. It had a win over personal. That's group one form. It started $4.80 in the the Australian Guineas, a million-dollar group one. Um, and it's resuming here in a, a benchmark race on a Saturday. So against the three-year-old girls. So I was happy around $8 definitely to have a play, even um, with the barrier. I, I think it's a, a better horse than a lot of these, but there are some up-and-comers and, and you, you're winning whether I do like what you've said there. Uh, they, were, I think they're the, that's the way I'll finish today. I'm hoping I'm in front by then and I'm hoping I'm watching a, a reasonable quality ticket go around, uh, which you can find for us, Beaver. Yeah, no worries, mate. Uh, first leg. I'm going numbers one and three. I'm just uh, going pretty short there. In the second leg, um, I'm going numbers one, two, five, and nine. Yep. Got 11. You're on the garden. In the third. No, I'm going to leave it out. Okay. In the third leg, I'm going. One, five, seven, and nine. <laughs> and to finish off, I'm going one, three, four, six, eight, and three. Cool. I like that last leg too. Uh, Bell Seal was one we didn't mention. Um, the reasonable price too. Very good. Uh, for progroupracing.com.au, my best in uh, at Caulfield will be La Mexicana, um, just for nostalgia's sake. And my, and also because it'll win, uh, my value is Zoo Dancer in the last. Your best in value. Yeah, look, mate, I didn't really have a value, but I just had, came up with two two bets that I really like for the day. It's race six, number three, Murrumbidgee River. Mm-hmm. And at OK Value, um, race eight, number five, Red Can Man. Very good. And um, what do you got for us at Queensland? Yeah, Queensland's, uh, again, a lot of short price ones here. So um, I did come up race one, number one, Hinged. Thought it was outstanding first up. And I think it'll be winning again around the even money mark. Um, race three, number three, Tamalade, going well, uh, about 350 mark. Um, and then a horse that's resuming in the fourth, race four, number six, Miami Fleece. Nice. Uh, does Roman Arreyes get its win back in the last? I just noticed that's there as well. Might uh, be not got that uh, far. <laughs> hard, hard, hard to beat, but it's a pretty open race. Yeah. Looks like a good betting day. Uh, probably the keenest. I've been to have a bet for a, a few weeks at least. Um, so hopefully we can springboard off a big Wednesday and uh, get into it. Check out progroupracing.com.au for their free tips and extensive guides. Beaver, you've got, we've got next week off. We'll be back next Thursday or Friday. No racing in uh, yes. Melbourne next week. And I can't be bothered. What a jerk. Yeah. So um, we may as well have a week off too. Uh, so I'll see you next uh, Friday morning for the Saturday preview as we look to spring. Take it easy, man. Sounds good, mate. Chat then. Catch up. Good luck, punters.